They see me rolling. Queen What's up, guys? I know we're on a Tuesday. What's going what? on? What? I feel like we just recorded our last episode. I know, right? It's only been like a couple days. But well, we're back. Yep. So I'm going to North Carolina to do a Beats and Brews segment out there. So we bumped our podcast up to Tuesday instead of Thursday. Uh, as always, I'm your boy, E-Man Bates. I got Neil Richter with me as always. What's going on? What's up? Uh, so we got a bunch of topics, but first, before we get into that, since, you know, we switched it up and went Tuesday instead of Thursday, we switched up a couple of things, too. Shit, we're drinking wine tonight, Fucking baby. Cabernet, bro. <laughs> Straight from Ca- Napa Valley, Michigan. No, I'm just kidding. Straight out of Napa. <laughs> we usually promote the Michigan shit, but we were lazy today. Both of us been working all day. We're tired. I already had wine at the crib. So that's what we're drinking. <laughs> so shout out to Napa Valley on this. Straight out the vineyard, bro. <laughs> Kayla would be proud of me, except for I still don't know what this shit tastes like. I'm sorry. Uh, yeah, I'm not a I'm not a wine taster. It all taste. I mean, red wine, white wine, it all tastes the same to me. But Whatever. while we pour them <laughs> up and uh, not, start not sipping really. on them to get the taste, so we can relate back to you, we're doing this new stuff. So we did. We started it last week. Uh, shout out to Breeze. We had Breeze on last week. He was our amazing guest. Yo, shout His out to music Breeze. Is yeah. incre- incredible. I've been listening to that since Fourth he was on Rex. last week. Um, but yeah, so. We're going to try to play music, a little bit of Detroit music on the intro and a little bit of Detroit music on the outro. And tonight, uh, we were actually going to play it last week, but since we had Breeze on, we wanted to play we Breeze's did. music. We no, we, we never ended up playing it. We didn't? It. Okay. No, we, well, we never ended it. up playing it. I'm, I'm pretty positive, but we're going to play it towards the end. We're just going to play a little bit of it towards the end or beginning here anyways. It's a uh, local Lebanese artist. Hip-hop Ah, uh, shit. <laughs> His name is uh, Wadjia Bibi. Put it in there. <laughs> he's got... I'm pretty... Oh, I'm convinced shit. he's a genius because he's made the catchiest song ever. No, I'll, I'll be walking around at work just fucking... But when, <laughs> I was in Southfield, like, Wednesday, and I was randomly playing that song, and I ended up playing it, like, 15 times. So It'll shout happen. out to YGO Bibi. I think you'll, <laughs> you'll understand <laughs> like, why once we play it. It's, it's very catchy, but... Uh, so this track's called Luke Belair by YG, YG Habibi. E-Man and I have seen him a couple times live. His performances are super dope, too. He's so. actually going to be on a podcast, I think, sometime next month. Yeah, he re- so, yeah, I reached out to him, and he said he wanted to do it sometime in November. So hopefully yeah, we get that going him. on. Uh, shout out to YG Habibi. And without further ado, here's a little bit of his music. Here, bro. I feel like we need Lou Bel Air for this though. Yeah, we need some Bel Air. Uh, like we're drinking wine and shit. I feel like it's out of sequence, but all right, that's Over good. Time. <laughs> Just because I can. Yeah, you're <laughs> <laughs> that shit was live as fuck. Everybody. 
that screen. Let's put a hole there. Dom, I'm gonna turn it down. So, like we said, that was a little bit of YG Habibi. If you like the track, you can follow him on Instagram. His handle is YG underscore Habibi. That's H-A-B-I-B-I. Go show him some love. He's Detroit Peoples. We love him already. I see the vision, man. I'm excited to see what else is to come from your music. It's tripping me out right now because I'm like looking at myself live and I just shared it on my personal page live, so I'm like watching both videos yeah, that at the is, same time. That's fucking weird. It's fucking me <laughs> up. Yeah, I'm sorry if I'm looking down and stuff. But, yeah. <laughs> but anyway, shout out him. Um, but beyond that, so what, what do you think about the wine? So should we talk about it since we, we I guess we... Dude, I am not a wine taster, but... Um, it tastes like alcohol and grapes. <laughs> Pretty much, I'm, That's I'm what not. I a, get. I'm seriously. I, I'll evaluate beer all day. I'm not a wine taster. I'm be. I'm keep it a hundred with you guys. I like to drink wine, but all I know about wine is that I like Cabernet, and that's just about it. And so I just buy Cabernets, and this shit was at Aldi because Aldi is the jam because it's cheap. Oh my damn! This is actually this a nicer one. Though, out of the, out of the selection. Oh, hold on, hold on. Kyle Frater just liked that shit. Hey, oh, shout out to Dugatron with the album drop. They're uh, going to be coming on here soon. Uh, yeah, they are. We were supposed to be on the 25th, but you're out of town, so we had to reschedule that yeah. one. Hopefully, we're going to get it. them in right before the album drops or before they Fuck play yeah. a show for it. Um, I've been talking to Stevie T about it, so we'll uh, we'll see what goes on with that. Shout love out you. to Duke Tron. We love those guys. Fuck yeah. Love you guys. Him, um, Stevie T, yeah. But yeah, man. What uh, there's so I'm kind of excited about today's episode because there's a lot of new music. We talk mostly about hip hop, and I feel like today's episode is going to be the the most we venture outside of hip hop mm-hmm. because for the first time in a long time on a Friday, um, the music releases were not run by hip hop. There were there was actually like there's three a, a releases wide range of shit in that particular came out. I'm thinking of right now. I can talk about. There's one I'm gonna leave up to you for sure. I, I know which one it is. Yeah, for sure. My bae just dropped the EP. That's right. Let's go with her bae, first. My bae Jesse Reyes dropped an EP on Friday. We all know she E-Man don't know it yet. E man loves her. I was impressed, bro. Yeah, I told you. She has a very unique voice, man. Dude, so this is what I was thinking when I um, was listening to her. You know how she's got that real high-pitched voice? Yeah. I almost was getting, like, a vibe of, like, old-school, no doubt, like, old-school Gwen Stefani. She vocals, reminds bro. me a lot of Gwen Stefani. Dude, yeah. that's what I was thinking. I, 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 I was noticed, I noticed like, that instantly. Oh, man. It was, like, but not in, like, not, like, the annoying, like, later-in-life Gwen Stefani shit, like, the, uh, like... The early Tragic Kingdom, no doubt era. Oh Glenn yeah, Stephane yeah. Not like, like rock not no Hollaback like, girl. We're talking right. about like old school. We're talking school, about right. like uh, don't speak. Yep. No, just what you're thinking. I think, what was your favorite <laughs> track off of it? Because I honestly, my um, I'd have to pull them up, but that that track in Spanish is fucking. That's hot yeah. That's back in China was fire. <laughs> Apple juice was fire. Apple juice. I think Apple my, juice. my, that was my favorite, favorite one. I think my favorite is still the single, Dear Yessie. I, I mean, I love that song. Track list on that just so I can see. Jesse Reyes, if you're listening, we love you. We're fans already. Citizen of BB and POV. I th- don't been, even know it. I've been calling her for the last like few weeks now. Like, uh, so the only reason I knew about her is because I saw an interview with her on Hot 97, and then obviously she was on a couple of tracks on Eminem's last album, Kamikaze. And then this dude became in love with her, and now. So oh, dude, I was over her before felt, Kamikaze. Yep, <laughs> I I know you were for sure. You. And were. I found out she was on Kamikaze. I'm like, yep. Um. So. Being Human in Public is the name of the album. 
Um, they I love label, that cover, by they, the way. They label it as R&B soul, but I look at her more as like an anti-pop star. You know what I mean? Like she makes pop music, but she's like the her Deadpool lyrics are real music. edgy. She's, she's like, like the, the like the like the yeah the antithesis. Like she's like the antagonist. I'm sorry. She's like she's the like, Deadpool of pop yeah, music. Yeah, you're right. Yeah, for sure. <laughs> for real, that, yeah, that makes sense. To related to comics for sure. Um, we're gonna get, Deadpool. Well, we're getting we're getting into some <laughs> comic talk. We're talking skateboarding, bro. We're going all all kinds of uh, Greta Van Fleet. But um, no, let's yeah. So that's what I wanted to get to because unfortunately, I wish I had better things. Shout, to say I'm gonna say it. shout out to Frank and Booth's own. Yeah, I didn't even know they were from. Yeah. All right, there's a couple things that I learned about them before I listened to the album. One, they're from Frankenmuth, Michigan. Mm-hmm. I did not even know people came from Frankenmuth, Michigan. Christmas, 24 hours a day. They have the best. This is about to sound really black as fuck, but they had the best fried chicken ever. <laughs> and they have such good beer there. It's not even funny. I didn't know that people actually came from Frankenmuth. I thought that people just visited Frankenmuth and they were bored. I didn't know people were actually bored. Why so. you going to hold Frankenmuth like that, bro? <laughs> no, it's a, it's a beautiful place. I like, just didn't know that there was actually like from a come. From like a beer connoisseur standpoint, and a fried chicken connoisseur standpoint, I fucking love Frank and Booth. Aren't they known for like some uh, Christmas twenty four seven too? They got like them salt water taffies or some shit. They got like, them too. Yeah, 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 they yeah, got those too. But um, skill. Yeah. So yeah. all right. So back to Greta Von Fleet though. So Greta Von Fleet is a band. Three of them are brothers. One of them is not one of their brothers. But first of all, I thought it was a chick named Greta Van Fleet. I was, I did too. I yeah, totally I'm keep it thought it was a female really did singing too. at first because <laughs> I'd only heard one track previous to listening to the album. I only had one track, and I was wholeheartedly thinking that it was just like a, a Janis Joplin type of chick, like a, like a real raspy like rocker chick. But I was wrong. It's just four dudes. <laughs> and, um, <laughs> but um, so I want to show them love because they're from Michigan, and I think it's awesome that they are like. Um, Entertaining, bringing this like resurgence of rock and roll sound back because I think that, that music really needs that. Because like, I think as far as rock music goes, it's almost like I don't think you can call them rock anymore. It's more like indie bands, you know. A lot of yeah. it's really soft, subdued stuff. And I like I like like some badass shit like Tool, System of Down, Led Zeppelin, Black Sabbath. There is like, shit like there that. is an album that dropped on Friday that I'm gonna talk about that fits that scheme. Yeah, we, we'll, we'll get into we'll that get into later. That. I think we're talking about Disturbed, right? We are talking yeah, about Disturbed. Sure. I didn't yes, listen to indeed. that, but we'll, go, we'll come back to yeah, that. So um, that Disturbed album was fire, but yeah, continue. I, I didn't listen. All right, but anyways, so yeah, so I, I so I am I am proud. So I want to make this a constructive criticism. I don't want to just hate on them because I think that there's talent there and they have room for growth. Right. Um. I, my this is my issue with it. I'm glad that they are trying to bring back rock and roll. Okay. But bro, it sounded like those guys got together before they recorded the album and were like, "All right, we're Led Zeppelin now. We are making a Led Zeppelin <laughs> album in 2018. We're Led I, Zeppelin I, now." I, I'm on, like, that's honestly what it fucking sounded like. It sounded like those guys were like trying their best to do impressions of everything that sounds Led Zeppelin, especially the vocals. The Duh. lead singer, man. And, and, that's, and that's not to diminish his talent because he's, I mean, to be able to sing like Robert Plant is fucking insane, but, like, to do it, like, to a T where it's like, man, am I listening to Robert Plant right now? Like, I think those guys need to hone it in for their next album um, because, the, obviously, the talent's there. They all can play their instruments. The dude can sing like a mother. Absolutely. Um, I didn't know they were signing Republic till just now. 
Yeah, That's I didn't what, either. Yeah. But they need to just hone yeah. it in and find their own sound, bro. Like, be original. Like, if you got the chops to do rock and roll music, make it rock and roll music. It's not. I mean, I even saw like a picture of them where they're wearing like skin tight black leather pants that are like bell bottomed out and shit. Right. And I'm like, bro. Oh shit. We're, it's, I mean, it's still 2018. Like, right. I, I mean, you can still sound current and make a badass rock and roll album. So I guess that's my critique. I, I applaud them though for tr- for attempting this rock and roll shit. I just wish it was a little bit different sounding. Cause I mean, we got Houses of the Holy, we got Zeppelins one through four, we got fucking our all of our favorite Zeppelin shit. We don't we don't need um. And it also sounded a little bit like uh, Getty Lee's voice from Rush. It was I like can a, see that. It was like I can like easily a, see that actually. Yeah, in between yeah. the two of those kind of dudes, but okay. um. If those guys, I don't know, they're Michigan guys, maybe they'll catch wind of our podcast. If you're listening, just find your own sound, bro. You guys got it. You got the following. Uh, I'm sorry, Pitchfork trashed your album. They gave it like a 1.7. Yeah, they, yeah, they destroyed but that boy. In all reality, fuck Pitchfork because no. they're a bunch of bitches. Yeah, fuck Pitchfork. <laughs> <laughs> like, they make shit reviews. They, they really do. It's <laughs> literally like one nerd's. I mean, I mean, we're a couple of nerds. Well, I mean, we're music opinion. nerds, but, but like, like, it's, it's one we're nerd's cool, opinion. We're the coolest music nerds, period. And like, don't take like, our opinion. Like, don't, go listen to the album. Don't just take my opinion yeah. as, you know, whatever. Just, just go listen to it first and make up your own opinion. But I had a lot of people tweeting it because I had posted on Instagram a while back that I was looking for more rock music because mostly everything's run by hip-hop right now. It's yeah. the biggest I mean, hip-hop is the biggest genre in the world yep. right now. Yep, and so... I mean, I grew up listening to rock, because I mean, I'm a white kid from a white household, so I grew up listening to rock music first. Right. So that I was into that before I got into rap music. Rap music came later. Um, rap music came, well, not super later. I was fifth grade is when I got shown <laughs> Biggie and uh, Bone Thugs. Yeah. Oh, man. You want to hear some funny life. shit? <laughs> like, my, but anyways, shout out to Gratifying Fleet anyways. Hopefully the next album goes better. My dad, I was actually talking to my dad like actually yesterday, and I was, at, like, we were on the phone, and we were talking about, like, apparently I used to hate hip-hop when I was younger. Yeah? Yeah, apparently I, I was not a, a fan. Hey, I'm looking like, now Now look what I do. <laughs> like, yep. yeah. I went through a phase too, though, man. I went through a phase. Like, we talked about this. We touched on it last week where it was like I was getting a little tired with the money cash hoes type thing, like no limit and, you know, cash money were like running. Cash the, money. For, run it, taking over the, the nine, nine. when I was in middle school, especially like in, yeah, especially in middle school. But then when I got to high, and that's kind of when I started to write it off like, I mean, towards the end of middle school, early high school. And then I found Talib Kweli. And most deaf minus and, and things change. I mean, minus Kanye West, like and Kanye, hip hop was ran by the the South in the early two thousands. For sure, yeah. Minus Kanye well, West, I mean, that was started like that's two thousands, and 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 you could not even arguably they are still running it. Atlanta's still running hip hop. Not Atlanta. Yes, they are. I say South Florida, if anything. Well, South Florida's South definitely Florida. gonna come up, but there's still no question that Atlanta's still on the run. That's taken over. I mean, you got I say between that and California. California still got it. Cal- I mean, well, California still got California the juice. and New York are never going to go away. Those cities are always right. going to bring up new hip hop. But Atlanta has been on a tear ever since Outkast. You know, like that's true. You know, like they haven't stopped. I mean, you had the whole Lil John movement where like that shit was all popping. Lil John, Lil Scrappy, still got Ti uh, around. Gang Twins, Ti has been around forever. Future, Future, Migos, <laughs> like yeah. all of that quality yeah. control shit, like Metro booming, all of that. That's stuff. very true. So. Atlanta's not going away anytime nah. soon. Nah. <laughs> Sci High the Prince, he's located there. Like, yeah, they're they're. I forgot Sci the Prince was from Atlanta. Well, I don't think he's actually from Atlanta. Yeah. I know he shouts out a couple. He shouts out Detroit at one he's point too. So I'm looking like, yeah, he's, he's definitely, definitely a southern boy. I don't know if he's south. from Atlanta. I know he definitely lives in Atlanta. That's where he's located now. I know right. that's where Nick Grant had moved to. 
pursue music. And he's like, I think he's from New York. I th- mm, don't quote me on that. Nick Grant's one of my favorites, but I think he moved to Atlanta. Like, people literally moved their careers to Atlanta because that's where it's happening in hip-hop. Yo. Hey, but you're right out, about Florida, uh, though. That is on the bubble. Yes, it is. Shout out to Rami Haddad, who just commented. We just, yeah, we got some shit in the works. We just watched his, I, we, we're we not can't, gonna, We can't talk not, about it. Well, we can we can say that we just watched it. We just watched. The, we just watched a Holy Water video. That's I have the Holy Water video. Man's first single. I could drop it right now if I want to. And it's dope. However, I'm not going to. Not yet. I like that he made you a nice little Instagram teaser. That way I can Yo, yeah, Rami too. is a shit, bro. That's if nice you guys, uh, I mean, any artists listening out there, hit up Rami Haddad. Yep. That dude fucking takes his time. That man masters his craft. He 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 does his shit. Fucking love the dude. Although I'm the reason, just to give you a heads up, I am the reason that he raised his rates on video. So <laughs> I'm the reason because I am way too complicated with shit. But let's let's uh, can we talk about disturbed a little? Yeah, bit? let's let's. Uh, so we're gonna do the music since there's so much of it. Let's do the music talk in order of the genres. So we'll keep it with the rock, and I'll kick it over to E Man because I didn't hear this disturbed album. So nor do I really listen to them normally. So this is the first disturbed album. I listened to straight through and actually like since since the sickness and that says a lot because I fucking put the sickness on a pedestal like a that's pedestal. the one where he does a wah 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 like fucking Donald Duck doing it no like for real like this album like it has like it has like the slower songs they actually do it like a live version of the Sound of Silence which is like one of their bigger singles from like they mm. covered that Garfunkel and Oates song like Sky- back in <laughs> Garfunkel and Oates Garfunkel and Oates they covered the Garfunkel Simon and Garfunkel Simon and Garfunkel <laughs> Simon and Garfunkel my bad my you mixed up Hall and Oates with Simon shout Shout out, shout out Paul Simon and yeah, <laughs> John Oates, Daryl. My bad. Yeah, we're good. Anyway, yeah, they said yeah they cover that song like a couple years ago, and I think it was on the Gears of War trailer back in the day. Oh, but yeah, they that. have a live version of it on this album, which is fucking oh, that's fire, cool. by the way. That's pretty cool. But no, they have like the slower songs. They have like the heavy hitting songs that they're known for. Like I mean, it starts like a couple Chicago boys too. Mm. So I mean, I always, I always credit. I, I fucking love them. So yeah. That's, I've always been a big fan. That's like that's tough. That takes balls too. I mean, I don't really. I can't say that I love that uh, Sound of Silence cover. At least the one that was on the radio, just because I think the original is such a fucking masterpiece. But that's just that's just me being weird. Like I don't generally even like when people cover the Beatles because I feel like, why are you fucking trying to change something that's already perfect? Right. <laughs> you know what I mean? But um, but I, no, I kind of like. I would like to hear them do like like a stripped down like slower version of that or something like that. That would, that would be, cool. be sick. But like it's weird here and like I remember like when um Twenty One Pilots covered that uh that can that cancer song. From, I never heard that. I heard from, when they did that Elvis uh, song and that shit was super shit. dope. Who was it? Uh who was that emo band in the two thousands? That's that's very descriptive, I know. <laughs> uh, <laughs> every band out? <laughs> uh damn. I jump in with how many oh, people never heard of? What the fuck is those guys' names? Uh, Pete Wentz is in it. No, Fall that's Fallout Boy. No, not Fallout Boy. That's, that's, that's not, something you were just saying. No, no, that wasn't Fallout Boy. That was uh, Mike Panic and the Mike, Disco. Pat, no, My Chemical Romance. <laughs> <laughs> They're all in the same fucking lane, but My Chemical Romance. Anyway, so 21 yeah. Pilots does a cover. Oh, that's a fucking Panic the Disco song. No, it's not. For sure it is. 
Yes, it is. Yep. It is. It is. Shit, you're That's right. okay, though. I mean, you're right. Anyway, so they do a cover yeah, of this Panic in a... No, it wasn't Panic in a Disco, yeah, it was it? Mm-hmm. Shit, yeah, you're right. Fuck. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, they do a cover of Panic in a Disco song, Cancer, and it's fucking dope. It's like a slower, like, version of it, because I think the other one was, like, originally high, you know, high and hype and stuff like that, but no, I like this one a lot. That's tight. So, yeah. But that that's relevant to, you know, the Disturbed thing I was talking about, but it's on the same premise of, like, covers we are just going into. Mm-hmm. But yeah, um, what other albums not hip hop? Oh, dude, there's a couple of rock ones that I want to mention. So thank God for my lifelong friend, dear Stevie T. God, I love you. Um, Dukatron? Yep. So every every time I like every time I need like music out of because me and Stevie we've been hanging out since freaking middle school and we've just I mean our music was always our bond you know like I think. One year for in middle school for his birthday, he got me or for his birthday, I got him Gish by Smashing Pumpkins and he got me Frog Stomp by Silverchair. Hell yeah. Like that's how far back we go. Um, but um yeah, so he reached out and gave me a couple of rock bands he thought that I might like. And the first one that he uh, sent me is a band called Parquet Courts. And is that the one you sent me? Um, so I know you sent me something to check out. I no, I sent you. That's the one I'll talk about after this. So Park okay. at Courts, um, they, it looks like they have quite a bit of music. So I just got into them, though, and I listened to their album Wide Awake. And it's super dope, man. Like, And I think Stevie even mentioned this. And, like, a lot, like you know how to lock, a lot of rock music, they're not really saying shit. Everyone thinks they're saying shit. They're trying to be poetic and shit, but they're not really saying right. shit. Like, uh this is actually like got some really cool social commentary on it. Like I thought, like the lyrics were really good in it. It's like, it's got some elements of punk rock in it, but it's also like it's just it's got some just really sweet uh, rock and roll sounds to it. There's like, you know, a wide range on it. It's it definitely fits the punk bill, like the way that the, the vocals are and stuff. So I think that's mostly where I would put it. Let's see what what do they label it as? Oh, they don't label it as nothing on title, but um. Shout out to Parkour or Parquet Court. Parkour. I, I still have to learn more about you guys. I've only listened to Wide Awake still, um, but I was really enthused to find a band with a little edge, a little grit, some drums that were actually fucking good, <laughs> um, a guitar line that wasn't. I don't know. All right, uh, you know what I mean. You know what I'm getting at. But then, one. yeah. So then the last one that you were just asking me about. Yeah. Um, was in, let's see. I forgot. I, I didn't do my work and I forgot to check them out because I was stuck on some other shit. So I apologize. You <laughs> were asking me about what the fuck album were you asking me about? Let me find my. Oh, yeah, it's Cloud Nothings. Cloud Nothings. Ah, that's what it was. Um, Cloud Nothings also, they started out as kind of an indie band, but always geared more towards the heavier side of things. And. I think that like this new album feels like the punk rock album to me. Like I would just call it a punk rock album or like a pop punk rock album, I guess. I don't know. Whatever you want to classify it as. It's punk rock to me. Um, but that's that album's called Last Building Burning. And that's another one that I was like really, really enjoying. Man, there's some fucking sweet drumming on there. And I I, I love music that has great drums. Like if it doesn't have great drums, it's hard for me to listen to it. I, I wonder if saw I saw a musician one time at the Blind Pig that had no no percussions, no drums, and it was like it was cringeworthy to watch. I couldn't do it. I'm like, I need a beat. Give me something. Like I can't. That. I gotta get like something. To, oh god, it is bothering me. But anyway, shout out Parquet Courts. <laughs> shout out Disturbed. Shout out 
uh, Cloud Nothings. Even shout out Greta Von Fleet, even though I didn't like the album that much. <laughs> um, uh, we got another still, one too. Still Michigan boys, so we're still gonna try to. Pick, uh, pick a little bit bigger artist, uh, Khalid. 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 Sun gonna, City. So we're. Uh, I was very away from our rock and roll, and we're going into our R&B bag. I now. was very, very, very indifferent to this album. Um, but, uh, Indifferent's a good word. I, I would just like, say I, straight up fucking bored. I didn't, I didn't hate it by any means. And actually, there's songs I did like, but yeah, I agree. He kind of had like that, like he kind of is falling into the Lana Del Rey realm for me, and that says a lot. Where you just have like that same voice on every song, and it, it's annoying. Well, but I, 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 I hate to admit that because I actually like Lana Del Rey too. But I feel like she gets like. Him, like, Khalid's on that same level where they kind of have, like, that same fucking sound mm-hmm. on everything. And I feel like if you just switch it up, like, because I remember like, Yum, D- Yum Dumb and Broke, I love that song to death. And I even love the one he did with Logic was fucking dope, too. Yeah, that's a great but, song. Uh, yeah. Um, well, I think that he's amazing, first of all. Oh, yeah, he's a great him too artist. Much, I'm I not going to, I would never shit on him because he's an amazing artist. I, I think there. he does have, like, one of the most pure-sounding R&B voices. His like, voice really is original. Can, like, he like, can really, like, knock it out of the park. And I think, I think what suits him the best is when he's um, on a collab track with a female. When he's singing with another chick, man, he sounds so fucking Facts. good. Like, there's been, a, I think, two songs now with Alina Perez. Who, if you're not familiar with Alina Perez, she's got like the fucking voice of an angel. It's kind of like slower music, and I've seen it live before. And I thought I remember me and my friend Jenny saw it at Electric Forest, and we were like, "Let's go back over to Stream Cheese because this is a little sleepy live." But like for shit like chilling and listening to it in your car and stuff like that, like they sound great together. I forget the name of the tracks that they were on last summer together, but it was great. But um, compared to his last album, I just don't think it was that that it was okay. Was nothing, uh, there was nothing that really. I didn't. It I, I, stood I really, out to me. Like, yeah, that's actually the best way to describe it. How Neil did it. There was nothing that. Re- there was not really like a standout song on this. It was. Mm-hmm. It, it was. And it's a neat piece. It's a great it's like, like six or seven tracks. Yeah, I'm, that's why I'm looking like I'm not even worried about it because mm-hmm. I know he's gonna come up with some fire eventually. Mm-hmm. So I'm like, whatever. I mean, the dude's talented. You, I will never. You know, I will never try and discredit an artist I actually like. But you know, at the same time, you know, it wasn't. It didn't do it for me. Let's put it that way. But that also like brings me into another topic. Uh, when, since we're on R and B, and it, it falls into like so. There's this other album by Brent Fayez. Uh, I think I spelled that. I, I, spelled I that didn't one. like it. I'm mean, honest. I I straight up, straight up, I didn't like it, and I don't like the little douchey fucking interlude he had either. The, yeah, I, 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 didn't, I, didn't, I, I didn't. Bro, it was like I, a boring interlude. I literally, a boring album. I literally about not being boring. Stopped the fucking album because <laughs> of that interlude. I'm gonna like get the fuck out of here. I'm sorry. Like, I, I'm, no, this one I won't shit on him, but. I didn't like it. I like his last album. But like, all right. No, he goes like, I just listen to other niggas and I get sick. I'm like, like, fuck you, man. That's how I feel like, that's that's like a big fucking to the face. I'm sad they're not doing that shit was last year. I'm like, no. Your your new album is last year too. What a fucking douchey thing to say. Like. Yep. All right. So that, that, like, that, that's the thing that's kind of been bothering me lately. So originally I was like, when like Miguel and The Weeknd. Um, we're coming out like artists like that, like that were doing this like really dark sounding R and B. I loved it. Black, Black's a great example of that. Like Black does like Black you know, has like, like <laughs> the dark R and B to the T. I think but between him and the weekend, they have that shit unlocked. They got yeah. it unlocked, but like now there's too many fucking people doing this like and I think this is where the problem is why all these R and B albums are starting to sound boring. Sorry, the I'm pr- pouring up guys. The production <laughs> is boring. The songs are good, the singing is good, the beat is fucking nothing. It sounds like to me, what a lot of this like like these, I feel like, like they're trying to let like 
the I feel like the weekend is the only one that six in black, probably the only two that like really successfully pull well, this off. Where Miguel's another one. Miguel killed it with Kaleidoscope Dream, Mi- and I actually like his last album Mi- a lot too. Miguel's another one, but like I feel like their voice carries them over the beat. Like the like the mm-hmm. beat's okay, True. like it's a good background track. That's a good but point. But the weekend has like such a distinct voice to where it'll carry it. And I, me me including, people will fucking eat it up in general. Yep. Black's another one like that. Yep. Uh, Miguel's another one like that too. Since we're on that topic, uh, but all the other like anybody outside that realm just really yeah. I, I just, mean I haven't heard. You know, I I've just heard want like but, a little yeah. bit more life. Um, so I guess maybe like just the the dark the dark R and B thing like it can't all sound the same. Like you guys need to do something with your. Like, you ever listen to like? Well, you don't really listen to Joe Budden's podcast, but I listen to every yeah. week. His fucking sleeper pick every week sounds like the same goddamn song. Like it's the yeah. same so slow, Joe dreary R and B bullshit. <laughs> we're like, dude, give me some life. You, what, what's that last song? You know Roy Woods? That's on um, on the OVO label or whatever. He's got yeah. that. Need a little bit of loving, a little bit. Of, that song is super dope and it's got some energy and like makes you want to dance a little bit. Like I, I need to bring it back to that a little bit because. The last few R&B albums I've listened to, it sounds like the beat production is like a heart monitor hooked up. Like, beep. Unless you're Jesse Reyes. Beep. <laughs> Unless you're Jesse Reyes. With like some like, <laughs> some like, like lo-fi weird sounds playing in the background. Like, yeah, but I, I, I 100% I need something new. I can agree with you on that. I, I even found like, I, I do, I mean, I like a lot of East Atlanta Love Letter, but like, I even found like Black's last album a little bit like that. I'm like, yeah. Really pushing anything to me. I, I liked it, but. I, I yeah. still like it. There's a lot of songs that I like really like. I, I 100% Cole agree with that. Sweet, it, didn't but, do it, it didn't do it for me like that first one did. No, it didn't. It, didn't, it didn't do it for me like that first one did at all, no. but it was good. Chopped off his hair. <laughs> I think it was, it was all in the hair. It's all in the hair, bro. Did you know Yoko Ono put out an album? I didn't know that Yoko Ono actually made music outside. Yo, of I know the shit she did with John Lennon. I no, I knew she did music. I just didn't know she had anything out recently. So yeah, shout out to Yoko Ono. Yeah, fuck it. Um, I haven't listened to it yet, but I just I just found out it was there. <laughs> so uh, there was also oh, since we're still in the we're, music, we're in R and B. Are we going hip hop? No, no. I, I actually didn't listen. Well, I wanted to touch on. I don't think you listened to them, but real quick, um, there was a couple of electronic music albums that I enjoyed. Major Lazer. No, I didn't hear that one. Major, I'm gonna say Major Laser was a um, shit. I, like that. I, don't, I, I don't even know if I'm pronouncing this right, but Roof to Soul, we've seen them before at Electric Forest, me and my friends, and they're coming to town soon. That album was fucking fun. It, the album is called Solace. Um, it's just great dance music. It's just great party music. Um, like, it's it's just fun music to listen to when you're around a bunch of people having fun. I guess. Is the easiest way. I don't know a lot about electronics, so I don't really know how to break it down all that well other than to say I mean, that I enjoy it. I don't have a lot to compare it to other than the fact that after I listened to the Roof to Soul album, I listened to How to Dress Well's new album, The Anteroom, and holy shit, I was blown away by that shit. Totally different electronic vibe. The Roof to Soul shit is like real dancey party music. The How to Dress Well was like real experimental um Electronic, and I think the best way I can describe that is I would say that if Pink Floyd was a new band in 2018, given like where the sound of music is at and where technology's at, I think that's the type of shit that they'd be making. Like it's real, like spacey. There's not like a, it's not like high, high RPMs or anything. It's if just you like ever go like a spacey. Pink, if you ever get a chance, do yourself a favor and go to a Pink Floyd like light show. Yeah, or just. Any other music, and animals. You want to do it like under the influence? 
and it'll fucking trip you out. I think of you know alcohol. Pretty sure to like whatever control substance. Why not? Any kid growing it, up is <laughs> that Pink Floyd is like how they first experienced with psychedelics. They're like throw on fucking. I feel dancing. like you have to. <laughs> I feel like I feel like you have to throw on like a what was the what was the one album. Dark side, tri- Dark side of the Moon, yeah, yeah, with the triangle, yeah. Dark Side of the Moon, <laughs> the wall, animals. Oh, the man. walls are shit. Yeah. It's I'm funny because Dark Side was like my, my go-to growing up. That was always been that was always my favorite. And then I got into the wall a little bit, but now as I'm a little bit older, Animals is by far and away my favorite Pink Floyd album. Actually, Dogs is like 18 minutes long, and that song is fucking not boring at all. Dude, I might actually <laughs> I haven't bumped Pink Floyd in a minute, and I'm probably oh, going God. to. I might have to do that too. That might be tomorrow's playlist. I haven't bumped Pink Floyd in a minute. Yeah, so I uh, think they on just my the, list they just dropped the Bohemian Rhapsody soundtrack, by the way, too. Oh, I saw that. I Wait. haven't listened to it yet. I'm curious if it's like it's pretty much. I mean, they, like, is it actually up your? Uh, something's going on with your shit. It's alright. Uh, we went down on Facebook. We're back up. Or we're going back up in a minute. We're going back up in a sec. Um, Don't worry about it. So you were saying new. Uh, non. Uh, well, since I, before we part from that, one of my favorite tracks on that "How to Dress Well" album was called "Non Killing 3. Um, but I think as far as the music that I listened to this week, that was pretty much it. I've been really into this dude FKJ, bro. I've heard of him. Oh my god, this motherfucker! Is that dude. the dude you showed me uh, leaving our boy Nick's house? Um, I may have. Yeah, he was in the lot. He was at a live session to do with the sax. Yes, like, yep, yeah, yep, yeah, yep. Yeah, he was yeah, with yeah. this dude Mace goes. I just found out it's fucking here tomorrow night, so I might have to figure out a way to get tickets to that tomorrow and go. I think his name's Mace Go. I'm fucking very new to both of these artists, but both of these dudes play like a hundred instruments, and they just rock shit with looper pedals. Like, I I've watched this this FKJ dude on YouTube like a handful of times now, and he's insane. I think we got it. And we're back up on YouTube or on Facebook because yeah, we're the back. video dropped out. I don't know why, but okay. But this FKJ dude is insane. Like he um he's like a multi-instrumentalist. He plays piano, saxophone, drums, bass, guitar. I mean, he's got he's good on the MPC. He's like he's kind of a jack of all trades type of dude. And like that Maceco, I, I wanna say that his name is Maceco. It's how it's spelled. So if I'm saying it wrong. Someone apologize. Me. Let me know. Let me know how it's actually spelled. But he's like the same way. Like he's looping his vocals. He's just coming up with raps and and singing and playing drums. Like, yeah, I remember I was, wa- dude, I was watching a video. This dude was playing sax, and then he switched over to keys, and he was singing. Was and I'm wild. like, oh, what else can he do? He started rapping. I'm like, oh, great. There you go. He can rap too. <laughs> <laughs> he can rap. <laughs> These dudes are figuring out how to become a one man band, and it's like mind blowing. And then I just saw that on um, Twitter because uh, I just started following FKJ. He said he has been locked up in a remote house in the jungle for the last five minutes with little to no cell service, doing nothing but recording music. Sounds like Kanye West and <laughs> Sounds like some <laughs> shit that I want to hear. Sounds like some shit I want to hear indeed. But, um, yeah, so that's all I got to. Was there any albums besides what I mentioned that you listened to? Uh, any of the other hip-hop shit? I didn't really get around to like That Jordan Lucas Girl single. Teams. The Jordan Lucas. I love, yeah, I, I absolutely love that. Yeah, I love that. Great. I I love 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 love. I love that song. I just love <laughs> I love his intensity, man. When he raps, like it's so much fun to listen to. To me, uh, Denzel Curry. He, he dropped something. No, so two things on Denzel Curry. 
He is, I tagged you in this video, so he's doing a rap battle against the Flatbush Zombies. Oh, shit. Like, <laughs> him against all three of them? Yeah, all three of them, yeah. No, okay. Which is fucking dope. Flatbush. In shout Florida. Zombies, too. Those guys yeah. are fucking killer. Yeah, shout out to Flatbush Zombies. They're fucking, what was that, Vacation to Hell? I love that album. Mm -hmm. It's actually a very underrated album to me. Uh, so yeah, he, that's one thing. And two, Switch It Up is now the official walkout song of the Miami Heat. Damn. Denzel get Curry you, making Get your money, move. Denzel Curry. That's amazing. <laughs> Fuck yeah. You know, I, you know I, I fucking love Denzel Curry. Like, I've been bumping him since, like, Zone 3, so I'm glad to see him, like, doing stuff now. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's pretty sweet. Uh, Future Juice World collab album came out. I played, like, Rob's into that kind of stuff a little bit, so, like, Rob played me a little bit. It's the same shit. But, yeah. <laughs> it's the same I'm, shit, I'll be honest I'm with you. I'm just to a point with it's Future. It's the same shit. Yeah, <laughs> I'm just I'm just to a point with future where I've given you Percocet like, drugs shit like that. Like I mean much. I mean like, future he he does his I mean he, he don't get me wrong I won't take any talent away from him because you know he has like a very distinct voice and that that's his lane. However you know he does that whole like that fucking drug rap shit, mm -hmm. which I am completely against just because you know sobriety. As I drink fucking wine. <laughs> Shout out to uh, Juan Ye who just joined. That's well, my homie right there. I just don't like... Um, I Juan Ye, we need to get you on this podcast, bro. <laughs> I've just gotten to a point where I know myself, and uh, I, I try not to be, like, closed-minded, so I'll listen to... I'll give stuff, like, multiple chances before right. I completely write it off. And there was so much buzz and so much hype behind Future. Like, even Andre 3000, like, always, like... Remember Tony Montana back in the day, shit? like, when he first, first came out? And that song was it. trash, and then he progressively me, got ever. better. And, and I think that he's, like, the most... One no, of the like, most I... I, I rappers dude, I love Future rap. Hendrix. That's the ironic part. I, I love Future like Hendrix. I actually like the shit with Drake, too. That, uh... Damn, what a time to be alive. That shit was fire. <laughs> it was still, it wasn't like, for me either, man. Like, or I thought that was called a Dirty Sprite or something. Hell yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I wasn't into that either. Um, I don't know. Future's just not for me, I guess. I, I'm not a hater. I'm just not. It's just not for me. Fair enough. Uh, what else? What other releases we got? I think that was it that I oh, listened to. Uh, Local-wise, I mean, we got the, that Light and Water with uh, Mommy Dilo and Arius Jones. Shout out to yeah, them. Yeah, I needed to get to that. I, I actually haven't listened out. to it yet, so I apologize, guys. But I will listen to it probably tomorrow on my flight. Said, yeah, you know, Dilo, I'll hit you back. Damn, what the hell? Why is the video dropping? Uh, yeah, that's weird. Prevent that page from creating additional dialogues. You should have done that. Hit that. Click that button. Um. Yeah, I don't know why the video drops off like that, but that's okay. Um. Let's see. What did I want to get to today on this show? Just quickly, I guess... So, do you listen to a lot of other podcasts? A little bit. Like, I listen to Michael Rappaport, which Rappaport I fucking love, and I need baby. to... I need to... Not only do I listen to it, I want to be on it. Yeah, this is shoot the shit with Michael Rappaport for a day. Be, I, feel like I, I feel like me and him will get along. I'm excited to check out his newest episodes. He's got Joey Diaz on uh, there. He's, like, one of the funniest great. motherfuckers alive. Like, Joey Diaz tells probably... Like, all right, if you don't know who Joey Diaz is, he's a fucking big old... Like, he's like a 55-year-old Cuban stand-up comedian. Big old guy, like, no fucks given whatsoever. He will say whatever is on his mind That's and never hilarious. apologize for it. Um, he takes down more edibles out of anyone I've ever seen in my whole life. This dude will eat, like, a thousand milligrams of fucking weed edibles and, like, still, and then run a podcast. That's... 
It's nuts. That's he's imp- nuts. That, he's I don't insane. know if I'm like more impressed or disgusted. <laughs> <laughs> if anything, I'm he'll, like, he'll eat edibles and go on stage at the comedy store. It's crazy. That's like some he's like shit. really close. I got into it hip to him because of like Joe Rogan. That reminds me of like that Jimi Hendrix shit where he fucking used to like. Dip his bandit. I mean, that's a rumor. You know, you can't really confirm say. this. But he used to fucking dip his uh his headband in acid, and it fucking slit like shit in his head. And I don't it fucking even trip slit up. anything in his head. I think it's just like the way that that stuff works. Okay. Is it just, it just, just dissolves in your, in your pores because you start sweating. But I think that might have been a rumor. I think it's really. Just, I, I, I can't. I can see it, but I don't believe it. I think it's really just because he was chopped up on acid on the um. If you've ever seen like the the. Is it the Woodstock or the Monterey Pop? I think it's the Monterey Pop performance where he's like lighting the guitar on fire. I'm pretty sure he was fucked up on something there. There's another fire. Metal. But like, there's also like at Woodstock. Have you ever seen uh, Carlos Santana's performance at Woodstock? Him and his band. Carlos are Santana's a straight up badass. On I acid love him. during that performance, and you can tell. I mean, like their eyes are just wandering. He'll, and he he talks about it in interviews to this day. Like it, like he talks about how trashed on acid he was during that like iconic performance another single on the hip-hop and i just noticed extra bronson put out a single out oh he did yeah the, yeah, uh, the white bron- prince charming uh, oh, probably- oh i didn't listen to that one yeah i actually i checked it out i, I forgot i checked it out but it's not a bad song I, I love Action Bronson. I think like, it's cool that he's doing like all these original. Like he did. Like the I've been bumping. Uh, speaking of Action Bronson, I've been bumping Sab stories back in like just randomly recently, and I forgot how much I love the Rockers and Strictly for My Jeep. So yeah, shout out for Action Bronson. Yeah, Those are old ass songs, but you know I'm still a big fan. I think it's cool that he's doing like the. Uh, he did the artwork for his uh, album, and he did like a hundred uh, original prints of it, and now he's selling those. And like the, he like he was putting it on his Instagram today, and he's like, "This one, like the first one's gonna be even more exclusive." I just added fucking pink teardrops to this one, and he like did it right there. He's like, "Whoever gets this one, he's got some exclusive shit." So um, I love when people like get creative with like the the rollout of their album when it comes to like the visuals and the album artwork. Cause I I'm a fan of all of it. Like I like the package deal, man. I like that's why I buy vinyl. Like it. A lot of people say it's just for the sound and everything. It's, it sounds so much better. No, the packaging. Honestly, I just dope. like the I just like having the giant ass fucking booklet that I can read. That's why I say like shout out to Denzel Curry, the first and probably only vinyl I'll buy this year. And I like it. Yeah. I like it also that it forces you to sit down and listen to an album because let's face it, we're in a generation of playlists and people press and skip. Yeah, and everybody's lazy as fuck tracks, these days, so me included. It, it so yeah, sit down included. and just play a fucking album without hitting the skip button, and no one can hit the skip button. Well, if you know what you're doing, you can needle drop, but. Word. People that come over to my house to listen to my records aren't knowing what they're doing, so. Uh, all right, uh, what else do we have to go into? I wanted to talk about sports for a little bit tonight, actually, if that's cool. Because some, one thing I wanted to aim a little bit on this podcast is not strictly being. We're talking about LeBron missing two free throws last night? <laughs> yes. Dude, I didn't even see that. I mean, you had the whole. Like, oh, shit. There was a lot going on in sports that we can talk <laughs> right. about, from basketball to the X Games to hockey. Everything. I mean, the Pistons are playing right now. We're recording on a Tuesday. We're usually on Thursday, but they're yeah. playing right now. Um, they were losing when I came down here. The fourth quarter just started. But fucking Blake Blake uh, Griffin scored 28 points in the first half today. Good shit. Dude. He's playing for his money now, what? finally. He's playing like he wasn't fucking uh, in the Clippers. Right. But um, Andre Drummond's not having a good game, though. He got teed up tonight for being a fucking... We're running at the mouth of the refs, and it looks like he's, like, uh, starting some shit with some of the other players, I too. love Andre Drummond. Plus, I love Andre Drummond, too, <laughs> but it always feels like, to me, like, he always, like, turns the energy down right around the All-Star break. 
Yeah, I, I 100% agree. You know what I mean? I don't know what it is. He goes into like a slump mode every fucking year. I don't understand that shit. <laughs> Stupid. But um, hopefully the Pistons can do better because it is a sad story in Detroit for sports right now, bro. The hey, the Red Wings are trash. They play on Friday against the Jets, by the way, 7.30 if you guys are interested. But they're started off at a 1-6 season, I think. And the Tigers were a fucking Tigers are horrid shit last season. That was the... Uh, Probably the least games I've ever watched. Of, speaking of the Tigers, did you see Brett Awesomeness is not a manager of the Angels? I did see Holy that. shit, they gave him another job. <laughs> yeah, that's crazy, dude, because he was, he was pissed oh, over here. Oh, God, he sucked over here. Yeah, he's bad. Well, I mean, I, I think he was too... He was too much of a bro. That's what I'm saying. I've, yeah, like he, he was, was too much to of, too much of their friend and other So, coach. I mean, that's like the Belichick versus the Andy Reid, if you will. Mm-hmm. So... More of I think we talked about this on a podcast a couple weeks ago where Bill Belichick mm. is an absolute great fucking coach. Yep, and I will not deny it. As the New York Jets fan inside of me hates to admit this, New York. I mean, Bob fucking Bill Belichick. I respect him a lot as coaching. Andy Reid, same shit. One of the greatest minds in football. Respect him a lot. However, you got two totally different coaching styles. Belichick is not a player's coach. Andy Reid is a player's coach. This is why a lot of Belichick's, like, I won't say underlings, but, like, people under him, like, you know, like the coordinators and stuff like that, when they get head coaching jobs, they don't know what the fuck to do. It's because Belichick was, you know, calling all that shit. Like, so, you know, if you're, like, third and, like, long, Belichick's going to call that. Not the fucking coordinator. They're not going to call that. Whereas Andy Reid was like, you know what? I'm going to leave it up to you. You make the right call here. You know, although Andy Reid could make that call, he could be that guy, but he's a player's coach. He's a, you know, he's a, he's a fucking bro, and mm-hmm. I, I like that. I, and to piggyback off that, I haven't like completely ruled out um, Matt Patricia yet because I really love the way the Lions look. I never the hated Matt on, Patricia on Sunday. I actually I never. Did, I, hated no, I never hated him. him. I never I hated him. I just I was. I never I mean, hated We're Matt all Patricia. unsure still. We're all unsure still. I'm, but although I'm really glad the fucking Jets beat him that first week, even though the but, Jets are doing dude, god how awful fucking, this week, You, you but, don't give a shit about the Lions, but how, did you watch <laughs> them on Sunday? Uh, yes, I did. Actually, it looked so I, yeah, good against, against the, against the Dolphins. Dolphins. Bro, we carried the ball for 250 yards. Who was there? It was like Carryon Johnson is insane. Plus, Carryon Johnson, he's a yo, fucking running back. Yo, 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 I'll Carry be on the first. The truth. I'm, I like every and everybody knows this. He knows this. Everybody that fucking knows me knows this. I am not a Lions fan by any fucking means, but I like Carry on Johnson a lot. Mm-hmm. I really do. Yeah, he's sick. He was running the ball all day. Legarrette Blunt was running the ball all day. Golden Tate was doing sick. I mean. The Lions looked really good against the Dolphins. Yeah, it was, I it, mean, was a, it was a close game. Real recognized, the, real. That was their game. I had I had gotten to the point where I was like I just don't want to watch the game I don't want to watch they're not going to do anything this season but there's there's pieces to the puzzle that are looking good so hopefully uh, we can keep that going but um what else in sports do I want to talk about oh the X Games so the X Games I have games, no idea what the fuck this is about to go oh uh, well, <laughs> I have no I, idea I just, I just, I just, I, I, it's not going to go far I just want to recap them a little bit um, so, so I didn't even know the X Games so were so my my skateboarding around. career has ended very long time ago I'm 31 years old so I've not been skateboarding since mm, high school um, I think the furthest in my career at skateboarding I ever got to being good was like ollieing a five stair or some shit like that that's still that was, fucking dope it was, it was dope it was dope but I don't dope. have the balls to do that stuff anymore I got 
I, I gotta I make money with the, these hands. Yeah, so I never, I can't afford I never had fall. the ball shit. So, um, so the way my build is set up, I don't do that. <laughs> but having said all that, I still fucking like absolutely love watching skateboarding, X Games, BMX, all that stuff. It blows my mind. Like these guys are like to me. Forget football and baseball, all that stuff. Like. These dudes are the super supreme athletes. If you oh, ask yeah. me, like, absolutely, they're, they're, like it's insane. You have to have a ridiculous do. amount of strength and fucking overall balls to fucking do yeah. that. So um, the one that I got to see the full thing yesterday was I watched the um, the men's street skate competition, and of course, fucking Nigel Houston won that shit because he's a G. Um, this dude has been like professionally skateboarding for. He's 23, and I think he started when he, like, I think he, like, went pro when he was, like, like 12 or 14 or some shit like that. Damn. Dude, he's nuts. So, like, he, his dad, like, he's, uh, his dad raised him Rastafarian, so he was, like, a vegan. Like, had these, like, long-ass dreads, like, when he was 14. Everyone, like, thought it was awesome to watch this dude. He was always so ill. Like, he, he was, like, this little dude, but could ollie these crazy stair sets and, like, do all this crazy shit. But, um, he's 23 now, and he just won his... I can't. I'm not sure if it's his ninth or tenth X Games gold medal. Like that's insane. He just tied um, Tony Hawk and Bucky Lasik for the most or Bucky for uh, gold medals. The only one that has more gold medals than Nyjah, Tony Hawk, and Bucky Lasik. Travis Pastrana? No, no, it's, no, he doesn't skateboard. It's uh, Bob yeah, Burnquist. Yeah. Bob Burnquist has got more. He's got 14. But um, so Nyjah Houston won the um, the men's street skate. Uh, the other one that I watched that I thought was pretty sweet was the uh, Big Air competition for the uh, BMX bikes. And this dude, Ryan Williams, who's on, like, the Nitro Circus crew and all that. Travis yep. But um, he won the Big Air with, like, this cri- – I don't even know what the move is called because I didn't – I was a skater, not a BMXer, but he – Goes off the big air and flips, like, he leaves his bike in the air, flips the bike, not himself, but the bike does a flip, and then he grabs it and then lands back on it. Oh, that's over you there. know how heavy those bikes are? No, that shit, it just blows it's my ridiculous. mind. It's ridiculous. It's insane. But, Some circus um, shit. Yeah, so there was a lot of cool stuff. Like, I, I watched, like, you guys can all see him if you want. There's a, uh, YouTube has a lot of the replays of the X Games, so... That's where I watched them all on, and I love watching that shit, man. So, I watch skateboard videos still to this day. One of my favorite, actually, of all time, and I don't know if any skater, old skaters are out there listening to, there was this DVD that came out in 2001. It was called Sight Unseen by... Who did that one? Anyway, the name of it was is Sight Unseen, and it was like Dustin Dolan and Heath Kirchart and like a few other people, but like Heath Kirchart skateboarded to Knights in White Satin by the Moody Blues. It's like my favorite skateboard part of all time. Quick shout out to the Pistons, bro. 50 points for Blake Griffin. Woo! 50 of them things. Yeah. I had a few. 14 rebounds, 6 assists. 15 of them. 50 of them. They fucking won the game. Yeah, they won. They won? They're, they're 3-0 right now. Woo! Shout out to Detroit Pistons. I wonder how it's long that's going to last, It's not all bad Detroit. Bro. I really hope that lasts, like, for a minute. Oh, me too, man. I, I really do. So, the, honestly, the city of Detroit needs a fucking winning sports team right now. Because we're, like, in a dire need for just, like, something. I mean, like, I honestly, I, I think, I think the rough. Lions are about to go in that same shit where they'll be a playoff contender and then somehow shit the bed towards the end. Because they always do that. Fortunately, I'm just keeping it real. Um, Tigers are rebuilding. Wings are rebuilding. 
So yeah, I mean, it's the Pistons' time, man. They haven't like done any. Like, they haven't had like a run since like oh five oh six four. Oh six, yeah, yeah. Oh six, like oh five, oh six was like their last like solid run. So yeah, I, they're they're due for some shit. Oh six, absolutely one, right? We didn't win in oh six. We won in oh four. Was it oh four? Yeah, I can remember. It was oh four, oh six. We lost to uh, who was Mono Ginobili, the fucking Spurs. Yeah, the Spurs. Yeah. yeah. Um, dude, did you see the footage from that fucking house party at Clemson? No. You didn't see that shit? No. <laughs> Yo, <laughs> pull it up right now. No, I did right not. Now. So. Go Tigers! To anyone, Go Tigers. Who's, to anyone who's been to Tigers. a college party back in the day, I, I know for sure that I've been to parties like this where I thought for sure the floor was going to fucking fall in. I remember going to a house party at Western back in the day where there was so many kids packed. It was a Halloween party, so it's right around this time, however many years ago that was. So many kids packed into a tiny little apartment that had a basement, and I remember... Being on the main floor, and I felt that floor bowing in and out, and I was like, it's time to go. These kids did not have that. Uh, dude, I got to Oh, shit. shit. Did you hear something like that happen uh, at a club? Apparently, some people were, like, moshing to a Chief Keef song. In the That's this. Floor. That's this. Oh, that was at Clemson? It was at Clemson. Oh, that was the same shit? I didn't know that. <laughs> they just they had just won, bro. Oh, I didn't know that. That was dope. Dude, it's insane. Yo, shout out to Sosa. Holy shit, who got clout like that? That's fucking dope. <laughs> I need to find this. Clemson floor collapse. Oh, that's not dope. Terrifying. That's not dope. Watch the shit, bro. Oh, we all just fell through. <laughs> I can't help but to laugh, dude. Why would you? <laughs> they were bumped. They were. It was Cheap Keef, right? Yo, that was, it was a Cheap Keef song. Yo, it that's gotta be the best free promo. Hey, for shout Chief out Sosa! Sosa, Sosa you, the real MVP for that. God damn. That shit is super hilarious to me. Oh man, that's super funny. I, I hope nobody like got seriously injured. Obviously, but well, there was there was some bad injuries, dude. There was like thirty people that got injured. Damn. Well, I mean. It's not funny anymore. I mean, I think they're gonna. I don't think anyone died. So I, I mean, mean, nobody died. You guys are. But if you idiots. got like some scrapes or some shit, it's fucking hilarious. I'm sorry, but so. Oh man, that totally could have been any of us. Oh shit! Did you hear about the dude that died uh, shooting a music video today? What? So it was. I forgot. He's a Canadian rapper. So I, damn, I, I forgot his name. Uh, so it was this. I'll look him up in a second. So you know, I'll get back with you on the name. But it was this Canadian rapper, and he has a song featured with Riff Raff that he was shooting a video for today. The one of the stunts was he was rapping on the wing of a plane, I mean, and he held. I guess he held too long, fell to his, you know, fell and died because you know that's fucking thirty something thousand feet up the air, like you know. Sometimes you just, you know. That's a Darwin Award. That's a Darwin Award. That's what. I'm that's saying. a Darwin Award. I'm sorry, but. Naturally you know, that's unfortunate that he passed away. It really is. It's really unfortunate and sad, but that's a fucking Darwin Award. Yeah. Uh, you could, I mean, if you're getting features from, like, Riff Raff, and obviously you got, like, a team around you and stuff like that, you could CGI some shit. You don't have to fucking actually do it. Although, it would be badass if you pull it off, but, yeah. Mm -hmm. So, you know, rest, I mean, shout out to his family and everything like that. Like, that's, uh, you know, that's a tough loss for him, but. Yeah, it sucks. Yeah. I, I. Yeah, I don't fucking know what to don't, say there. Don't film videos on a fucking airplane wing. That's just uh, stupid as shit. Yeah, but, that's... Sorry to be uh, blunt about it, but... 
Something that's definitely a way that you know that you will never hear about me, Neil Richter, dying is falling off an airplane wing. Yeah, same. Well, on purpose. I, I, I wasn't never, on that airplane wing on purpose, I'll tell you that much. I can tell you right now, none of my music videos will ever <laughs> involve me being on the wing of an airplane. That's just nuts. Um, you know what we got forgot to mention last week? What? Canada legalized weed. Yeah, we did. Did we? We mentioned it. Did we? Yeah, we did. Right, it was a got. very short thing, but yeah, we did mention it. So that's cool. I mean, uh, I already heard that. Oh, yeah, we did mention it because we talked about Windsor a little bit. Apparently, yeah, we Windsor brought out weed last week. Because yeah. <laughs> yeah, that was a whole thing. That's how you knew we ran a little too long last week. You got a little loose with if it. If you bring out weed, <laughs> we ran too long. Oh, shit. So that guy who uh, was on the work, John James was his name, by the way, guys. Jesus Christ. John James. Neil. John James. Yep. John Jacob. R.I.P. John. No. Oh. R.I.P. John James. But, um, dude, I mean, it's fucked up. They legalized weed, then the dude died. I mean, he was Canadian, too, so shit. Might have been a little high. You never know. Just a little high. Quick <laughs> shout-out I want to make real quick. So I watch a lot of podcasts. Listen to, watch. Sometimes I watch them on YouTube if I'm home, like, laying in bed. But usually I'm listening to them on my headphones. Word. Shout-out. There's a there, there's a handful. Well, there's probably plenty of people that do this. But, like, the ones that I notice that do it. Chris D'Elia, the comedian. I and fucking love Chris D'Elia. Also, Chris, Chris and also Theo Vaughn. They both they both have their own podcasts, and Theo has guests more regularly, but still he does them by himself sometimes. And so Chris D'Elia always does his by himself, and I don't understand how the fuck you can do that. As someone that's running a podcast right now, it's so nice to have you to like yeah, talk good, to. Yeah, bounce it out. Just, if I and they, they do it would it be like so awkward to do this by myself. Bro, they like, look at the screen and they just start talking. No, like literally, imagine. like I, this is social right now. Like if I'm drinking shit, like I feel like a fucking alcoholic if I'm drinking like right now. <laughs> like just talking to you guys. Like I'm like you don't you're like email. We don't want to hear you talking drink. I'm like yeah, I want to hear myself talking drink. But, <laughs> like, but I don't know how they do it, man. Like they, they go they go for like an hour and a half, two hours, you know, like just talking about whatever's on their mind. I mean, they're both stand-up comedians, so I think to a level they're comfortable like getting on stage and talking to a crowd, so there's that. Right. But that's got to like that's probably also makes them like way better comics, you know what I mean? Like that's what's right. I mean, the comedy game. Like, yeah, absolutely. Wow. I guarantee it. Let me cuz you got like that like cuz you know like how to act in front of a crowd by yourself. Yeah. Cuz comics don't have people backing up. They don't have fucking comics don't have hype, man. No. So <laughs> like I mean, you could but, I mean, that would be so be interesting to watch a comic with a hype man. <laughs> I feel like Hannibal Burris would do some shit like that. Yes. <laughs> if anybody does it, it would be Hannibal. <laughs> <laughs> he definitely like did the thing where he I had like, the DJ and shit. Like. I 100% agree. <laughs> if anybody had a hype man, it might be Hannibal. <laughs> Hannibal work on that shit. I feel like Dave Tony Chappelle Trent. would do it just to fuck with people. Mm-hmm. <laughs> well, in all fairness, well, it was on the Chappelle show, though. But Chris he had Rock, say, too. He had Cypher Sounds, though, like as his DJ, and he'd be like, Chappelle show. Remember that shit in the intro every Actually, time? you know what? I'll take that <laughs> back. You know who does? Key and Peele. Key and Peele does? Key, well, Key and Peele, you know, Oh, yeah, together. they have each other. They have each other, yeah. That's yeah. true. They're not really even a thing, though, anymore, are they? No, Key and Peele, and, you know, like, they're all doing their same. Like, Jordan, I mean, Michael Key is doing, like, acting gigs, and, you know, Jordan Peele is more directing, so. I mean, my, you think that, you think that... Are you gonna say one had more input than the other? No. Do you think okay, Keegan saying, Michael Key? I don't want to have. I don't want to go into no, that. No, no. Do you think that Keegan Michael Key is at any way jealous of Jordan Peele, or I'm, do you think that he's just like happy for his friend's success? I think he's more happy for his friend's success. One hundred percent agree. One hundred percent agree. I think he's more happy for his friend's success. I think so too. I, probably I feel like he's doing okay. I feel like he's doing okay. Plus, I feel like he had like some low key input on a lot of shit. Oh, I'm sure. 
Yeah. Oh, shit. But he's got to be a little bit bitter than Keegan so Peel's So, the rumor is, speaking of which, Jordan Peele is set to direct a live-action Gargoyles movie. What? Yeah, like, remember like the cartoon that, that Gargoyles? Cartoon where the yeah. fucking, the Gargoyles come to life? Yeah. What? <laughs> I loved that show when I was a kid, bro. Me too. And the I'm, wacky-ass I'm comic, or comic book cartoons that we watched, like, I guess that was, well, was it a comic book? Uh, it might have been. I don't. I don't I like know. That if, style. I love comics. I didn't. If it was a comic, I didn't know. But yeah, like, uh, Street Sharks. Remember Street Sharks? Street Sharks. Bro, Street. Might as well throw butt ugly Martians in that fucking mix <laughs> while you're at it. But that's, <laughs> that's what that. That's like that era though. Like gargoyles, <laughs> Street Sharks. Street Sharks was street like sharks the was actually pretty good. Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles. If you really break it down, just sharks instead of turtles. It's really uh, all it was. <laughs> yeah. So I had like the action figures of that shit though. I have my, my my Ninja Turtle action figure game is. Whoo, so we were. Uh, did you know that there there's a remake of Pet Cemetery coming out? That's what I heard, bro. I can't. So me and my lady friend, we were watching it last night, the original one, and I don't know what it is. Like just the the fucking CGI and shit doesn't do it for me. Just because it's 2018, that came out like early 90s. But no, that movie was solid, and I really can't wait for the original. Or for the new one to come out. So I, I, I like all the... I mean, like, the new It was fucking dope. Like, no... Like, I actually like that. I actually like the new It compared to, like, the old ones. Though I don't like the new... Pin- I mean, no, actually, just life. Bill Swissgar is a fucking beast. But I fucking love Tim Curry. Like, I, I love Tim Curry as Pennywise. However, I love the new style of it. And I can't wait to see Pet Cemetery have, like, that same, like updated, you know, like, effects and all that stuff like that. It wasn't very... Uh, uh, there was nothing that was that scary about the new It, though. There was one particular scene that was scary in the new It. What one? The projector scene. I don't even know if I remember that. Remember the projector? So, like, he was... They were, like, doing a projector. He, kept, he like, come... Like, he was on the slideshow and everything like that. And uh-huh. he kept, like, appearing in the slideshow. Like, oh, yeah, And yeah, then yeah. he just popped out the fucking screen out of yeah. nowhere. I didn't expect they, that. That was one of them bullshit things that they always do in Hollywood where they give away all that good shit. They didn't the even put that in the trailer. They definitely put that shit in the trailer. No, like, it blacked out. You didn't see him popping out in mm. the trailer. It blacked out. You just hear him, ah! I remember, like I couldn't, I could not was, sleep. I couldn't take a shit. I couldn't. Oh, the original, the, like, the original. I couldn't one? do anything after the original. Yeah, anything done with water, like, nah, nah. I did not do. And I remember so, this like scare me as much. Bless you, mom. I remember like she like had to take my TV away from me and shit like that just because like I was freaking out because of the new it. Like or not the new it, the old it. Like I was like I can't I can't fucking shower I can't do any of this I can't do any of that. <laughs> he goes like oh baby Stephen King on drugs you good. <laughs> That's what my mom used to say. Uh, any other boy. movies before? Because before we wrap this up, because I think last week we went a little too long. Yeah, to we probably should shorter. wrap this up soon. Um, um, movies that I want to see that I'm looking forward to. You already saw Halloween, so how was? Did you like it? Yes. You yes like absolutely. Corey absolutely. said he fell asleep. Yeah, he did fall asleep. He liked what he saw, apparently. Yeah. But yeah, he the new Halloween is on point. Good. Shout out to uh, Jamie McBride J- and Jody Best. Yeah, shout out to Jamie Lee Curtis. They, they did. Jamie that Lee shit. Curtis, like she did her thing with that. I like it. Yeah. I liked it a lot. Um, I want to see Overlord, bro. So I am very skeptical about <laughs> video game movies. First of all, and Overlord is a video game movie. I didn't know that. However, this shit, my dude, it looks crazy. 
J.J. Abrams is like the producer. Yeah, that's. Too. I love J.J. Abrams, so I was like, all right, so I'm, cool I'm excited. For I love it. I like all the Cloverfield shit that he does. Yes, so that in like uh, the not not the not the Last Jedi, but the one before that, the Force Awakens, mm-hmm. he produced, like, which that was one of the best like new Star Wars. Besides Rogue One, I, I love. I feel that like J.J. Abrams has like the definition of what a nerd's face should look like. Between him and uh, Gunn from Guardian of the Galaxy, who got fired. Oh, didn't they, are they bringing him back though or something? Hell no. He's in fact he signed on to do Suicide Squad too. I thought like a bunch of them dudes were like, I'm not doing this movie. Batista is the only one that said that. Batista, you gotta, <laughs> Batista, is Batista you gotta chill, only, bro. You don't got any options. Batista bro. is the only one that literally <laughs> said that. <laughs> you gotta chill, bro. I know Batista is actually trying to get uh he's trying to I guess they I think they're trying to greenlit a uh, Gears of War movie and he's trying to play Marcus, which you know, if you guys know anything about me, I used to actually when I was like 15, 16, I used to play professional Gears of War. What? Yeah, a lot, of, a lot of people know that. I, used I didn't to play, know that. Like, I used to do like MLG tournaments for Gears of War, <laughs> and Gears That's of crazy. War. Like literally, I will not. I would not have a play. I would not have an Xbox if it wasn't for Gears of War to this date. That's crazy. I a hundred percent co-sign Batista as Marcus Phoenix. There you go. Sweet. He would be a badass Marcus Phoenix. I'm not shit keep, about Gears of War, so I'll leave oh, it to you. Man. Yeah, that would be sick. I, I, I can't even picture. Vin Diesel would be the other option there too. Like, who wouldn't be a bad one? But I, I 100% coast coast Vin Diesel, he's the worst. I, no, as Marcus Phoenix, I mean, that's like his same. That's pretty much him as a person. Yeah, I feel yeah, like. For sure. But, like, I, mean, I think the whole world's a little Vin Diesel now, bro. I think everyone's had enough. I think but no, I, I 100% agree. Like, Batista should be a good Marcus Phoenix. Oh, that's tight. I think Terry Crews should be Cole. Like or or actually no the guy who plays uh the guy who actually does the voice of Cole would be a good. I Cole say put too. Terry Crews in everything because he's the worst. I, he's I love Terry Crews. <laughs> Terry Crews is like one of my favorite people. He in is the best. He's a Michigan boy too. Shout out Terry Crews. Yes, yes, he is a Michigan boy. Terry Crews, you know when we get big enough, hop on the show, bro. Um, yeah. so there's a couple questions that I'm gonna present to you and the audience before we wrap this up. For next week, I want I want I some responses out of you peoples out there. I don't listening. know what these questions are about to be. So, but it's about to be good. These okay. are going to be topics of discussion for next week. One, I want you to come up with some of your favorite intros to albums. Could be hip hop. Could be any. It could be anything. Just favorite intros to al- intro favorite tracks. album intros. What is your? What would say like want to be one of your favorite album what, intros? All right. So on a non like besides non- Green music, Balloons, on a non actually that, that's that's getting played at the end of this episode. By the way. Um, on a non like music level, just like on a, it's like a skit. My favorite of all time because it sets up the mo- in a movie to me is uh, Biggie's Ready to Die. Yep. Because that skit sets off the album and it sets off his story and like it's so iconic and like it just brings it together. It's got the whole like the robbing the train thing and then going to jail and coming out of jail all in the fucking intro skit. It's so great. I love my it. Favorite, you got the Curtis Mayfield playing in there when he gets born and everything. Oh, yeah, it's great. I think my favorite album intro in the past, like, 10 years was probably Meek Mill's Dreams and Nightmares. Oh, yeah. That, yeah that, we're going to get into that next hands week. Hands down. That's what we're going to get into next week. But the other one that I want you to ponder over. Actually, dude, I don't think I'll be on the podcast next week because I'll, be I'll still be in uh, North Carolina. Well, we'll record when you get back. Yeah, we're, I mean, it's not a big deal. Like, right, shit, later fuck it. Day. I'll shoot this. I'll shoot it. Like, we'll, we'll do, do that like shit some, over the we'll phone, We'll do some bro. Skype shit. Yeah, yeah. Like, make it work. We're not missing um, an episode. So, yeah. No, because we definitely can't miss next week, yo, because next week is episode 10. Episode. It's our first milestone, We got bro. the double digits, our bro. first milestone. <laughs> no, but so the last, the last question. 
So it's kind of like a multi-part question. Wait, no, it'll be episode nine next week. No, we're on episode nine right this now. Is eight. This is nine, bro. Shit. We did eight on on last Thursday. I've been having too much of this Cabernet, though. It's because we're, it's because we're doing this shit early. We've only yeah, had the last you're right, one you're for right. A few days. It's a couple days early, so it's throwing me off a little. We on nine, baby. Um, but anyway, so the question I want you to think about for next week is: What is the hip hop and rock music and music period and radio that impacted you the most in becoming a fan and made you want to do this shit for a living? Man, that's a good question. I like that. So hip hop, I like that. Or it doesn't. Have, it's any music and any radio, any programs. Any, it can even be TV. Whatever inspired you to want you to, to do the shit that you want to do. And I want to hear from you guys too. So if you guys have anything, shout us on Twitter or uh, hit me on Instagram. I'm you can like, hit me on Twitter Re- or Instagram. Five eighteen uh, is my Instagram. So give me hey, that. you know y'all, you can call me seven three four five 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 five. I know this man's Instagram <laughs> handle. I heart. hate Eman Bates. Instagram handle, Twitter handle, Snapchat, all that. You and can then, hit me up um, on a. You can hit me up on a book too. It's, I hate Eman Bates as well. I'm gonna make sure this thing's locked and loaded because as we leave you tonight with an outro. Even what are we gonna funny, play? We're playing an intro for the outro. We're playing an intro for the outro. <laughs> I wonder what he's gonna play. I know what he's gonna play. <laughs> <laughs> That's funny. So. Tonight, because we haven't really played any E-Man's music on the podcast. Oh, uh, we're doing yet. we're doing some white we're doing white Russian metal. No bullshit, we're not doing white Russian metal. We're playing I, some white Russian metal. I kind of wanted to kick though. it off with playing Green Balloons, so you can hear the little talking part that intros the album to entice people to want to go out and listen to it. Because I hey. that's what hooked me. Man. Hey, listen to my album. <laughs> Tattoo. You just tell them, and it'd be great. There you go. But here we go. So oh. Oh, oh, Holy Water video uh, coming this week, actually. Woo! Ooh, we just watched it. We big actually dings, just watched it big before, before, big before pressing live video. We watched the video for Holy great. Water. It's dope. It was, yeah, shout out to Rami Dad once again. Another example of why I'm glad my friends do dope shit that I don't have to like pretend that they're dope. Because mm-hmm. it's dope. We kick incredibly, we kick incredibly dope shit. Shout out to Mac Miller. Rest in peace. Yeah, rest in yeah, peace. Yeah. And we, we shout will about see every you podcast. next week. Why this not? is Green Balloons by Eman Bates off. Be careful. Be safe. Go get it. It's on all the streaming services, iTunes, be Amazon, careful, be all safe. that shit. Let's do it. As a person starts achieving success, greed begins inflating a person's ego, craving more attention burning more bridges and ruining more relationships until the pressure from the situation builds up and they ultimately explode. Or when you see the envy from another man seemingly doing better than themselves, person becomes more and more infatuated with living a life that's not their own, frustrated with their own situation. There you go, deflates from comparing yourself to the next man, even though the next man's situation in reality is not all that it appears. Over the next seven songs, I'll tell you stories speaking from first and third personal experiences throughout my life and from the people around me. Rest in peace, Donna Johnson. This is my water. <laughs> I love doing that. So I'm not a fan of my own shit, so I'm gonna walk out. No, I'm bullshit. I love my own shit. <laughs> <laughs> I love this shit. This is my favorite. Now it's been a long road, yes lord it's been a long road to get this far And I played a few shows, and I shook some hands and I earned some scars I made some fans and made some fam, 
Kill some beats and rock with bands Lost some friends and lost some time Sometimes wish I could rewind Back to when all began Back to the start of the plan Back to when I was just a young man With a pen in his hand Till the jam room all the words he crammed Goddamn, those are simpler times Playing shows in my basement just to shine Setting up closet booths to rhyme Spamming Facebook with my grind Just to earn my respect Just to boost my rep Just to earn a check someday As proof to my family with this gift That I was blessed to make it Destined for greatness Fuck all of this fake shit I'm showing the world me and my flaws So thank you for your patience As this album starts I just wanna say Just wanna say I thank you for pressing play For pressing play And someday we'll be worldwide But now we local with your own eyes, put on my vocals But what happens when you get too big and lose your way And the people who were here before have gone away And it's your fault, you pissed them off, just fuck yous And so long, when feeling complete is long gone You hit the stage with them swan songs Like why, oh why, oh why, oh why am I so lonely Everybody know my name but they don't know Cool, that image ain't so vivid If you know the stories with it If you chase that life, you catch it Better hope that you will rest and sacrifice your whole life Hope you don't regret it, that's the message Cause these green balloons and trip Green and envy, it boosts egos Get that money, get that money, nigga Fuck these other people That's your CeeLo till you max out Now what you show for it You ain't rich cause you keep the club born Think more important Something with some substance As I sip another substance in abundance Cause these kids they fuck with Adam Yeah, this song sounds familiar And it's tragic that it got this Good. bad the But song that's the sounds way it familiar. Go. <laughs> you want to hear the rest? You gotta go get the album. Go get it or download it. Either one. Peace next week.